with me the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Start a reading there in verse 8 in just a moment. Last week we preached upon the first Christmas ornament. As we see lights that are being broadcasted everywhere, people rush to see them. We hang them on our homes. We hang them in, or put them out in the yard. We place them on tree. But actually the star that the wise men followed was the first Christmas ornament. It was there for God's glory. It was to show God's light through Jesus Christ. It guided the wise men. And this morning, I want us to look at the second chapter of the book of Luke. The Christmas story from Luke chapter 2 will introduce us to some individuals who can easily be called the original Christmas missionaries. And that's what we're going to look at this morning. While the Old Testament prophets of old, they told of the Lord, the King that would come. But it is the shepherds that would be the first to proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ had come. See the difference in that? Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the prophets of old, they talked about a Messiah that would come and deliver his people. They talked about a Messiah that would come born of a virgin. But these first Christmas, the original Christmas missionaries were able to say he has come. And as followers of Christ, they proclaimed that. Surely, we also this Christmas season should be Christmas missionaries, right? Shouldn't we be telling the story, this good news of Jesus Christ that has come to all people? I don't know if there's any more opportune time for our doing of this than in this season in which we see many, we see a world almost that uh, celebrates the time of Christmas. As we talked about last week, and it, it can be offensive, but it is actually the truth that if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, you cannot celebrate Christmas. It's impossible. Now, you can celebrate something that's like Christmas. You can celebrate at the time that we celebrate Christmas, but without Christ in your heart, you will not be able to glorify God in any way and therefore cannot celebrate Christmas. can't happen. And I don't know of any more opportune time for we as God's people, as this world is celebrating Christmas, for us to celebrate and show the true meaning of Christmas. It's a Savior that has come. Isn't that it? I thought on this this morning. The Lord laid this on my heart as I was praying. And it broke my heart. Have I? Have I spent more time in thinking of gifts? In thinking of telling my grandchildren about Santa Claus coming? Or have I spent more time in driving them somewhere to show them the lights of Christmas and neglected of telling them of the price of Christmas? If I have 
have spent more time in this worldly vision of Christmas. I have robbed and stolen from my grandchildren and my children and my family in not telling them of the Christ of Christmas. Calvary, we need to be real careful this year. That we do not spend more time focused on family. We do not spend more time focused on decorations. We do not spend more time in talking about Santa Claus and the reindeer and looking at lights than to tell our family of Christ, of Christmas. Amen? Surely that's the truth, isn't it? Surely that'll be correct, isn't it? It's about Jesus. And if we neglect Jesus in it, we cannot celebrate Christmas. Our actual fade away. what we can learn from these original Christmas missionaries, the shepherds of that first Christmas night. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. First and foremost, Lord, I confess to you that I have not been what you expected of me. I have sinned against a holy and righteous God. And before you now, I confess those sins. Lord, I'm incapable. I'm incapable within myself of correcting them. The only thing I'm capable of doing is condemning them. Lord, I know through your guidance, your drawing, your love, that I can be victorious over them. So this morning I pray for myself that I would be exactly what you would have me to be as I stand behind your pulpit this morning. That I pray that I'll allow the Holy Spirit to move in me in a great mighty way. That you'll hide me behind the cross. That you'll be exalted. That Christ will be lifted up. And Lord, I pray your presence in our midst this morning. I pray you move in our hearts and our minds. That we would relinquish all thoughts of this upcoming week into things planned or unplanned. And that you would reveal to us this morning your word. That you'd place it in our hearts. So I pray that Satan be barred from this place and in the name of Jesus Christ, you come down. You move as only you can. It's in my Christ's name. Look there with me in verses, uh, verse 8 of chapter 2 of the book of Luke. Verse 8 says, And there were in the same shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. These shepherds were in the field. They were minding their own business. They were living life normally. That's what they were doing. They were shepherds. That's what they done. They had the night shift. They were gathered up there watching over their sheep uh, by night, making sure that nothing came in and harmed the sheep, allowing the sheep to rest, the rest that they needed. They were doing the same thing that they always done. There was nothing different about this night. Minding their own business. That's what they were doing. And then the Word of God says that the angel of the Lord came upon 
somebody to come forward. The angel of the Lord just appeared and he was in their midst. He was in close quarters with them is what happened. He just shows up. This angel came and he came with a great announcement that he was going to tell to these first original missionaries of Christmas. He shows up in the middle of them. He came upon them and he had a great message for them. And it leads us to our first point this morning, which they received a declaration is what happened here. What happened here, the angel of the Lord showed up and gave them a declaration. And I want you to think on this as we read further here in verse 10 and we see what the angels did. In verse 10 it says, And the angel said, upon, uh, said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Praise God, I love that. Just one to the shepherds. Wasn't just for the Jew, but he said to all people, I'm bringing you great joy has come upon you, of great tidings that has come upon you. And verse 11 says, For unto you is born. See, he made it personal. Unto you is born. Why did Jesus Christ come? Did he come for his benefit? No. Did God send Jesus Christ to this earth for him just to walk as a man, to be incarnate as man and face just the trials and the trouble? for himself. This passage of scripture clears that up for us. It says, for unto you a child is born. It's for you that he came. And it says, on further, it says unto you uh, is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. You shall see a sign born to you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and And immediately there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So what happened here? The shepherds are minding their own business and an angel just shows up. And he gives to them a declaration. He's telling them that something's happening here. A child today, a savior, a king has been born to you today. I want you to think on this this morning. Now I don't understand what angels are truly like. There are things that we know that angels don't know. They don't understand grace. Those of us who have been born again understand grace and the word of God tells us that they don't understand it. They said they desire to look into it more further. They don't understand grace. But I want you to think about when this angel left the glory of heaven with a message. He sent a God had sent a declaration to these shepherds and he went to these shepherds and he said, let me tell you what's happening here. Today, for your behalf, for your benefit, there is a Savior born in the city of David. And it was no longer than that angel got that out. And when he says that you're going to find that babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, the word of God is clear that says, and suddenly Expectations of those angels that couldn't hold it any longer. That they seen God incarnate, lying in a manger. They brought a declaration to these shepherds and said, There's today in the city of David, there's a savior, there's a king, there's a, a deliverer for you today being born. And no quicker than that angel could get it out, it says, and suddenly. Suddenly. 
suddenly there was with angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. They couldn't hold it any longer, Brother Charles. They had all they could stand and had to release it. The angel had delivered a message to the shepherds. It was a declaration of good news. Then we see that the shepherds were filled with anticipation. Now I believe that there are a lot of people today, you could go into these nurseries and you could go into children's church room and you could see anticipation. You start talking about Christmas, you're going to see an anticipation. Correct? Amen? We're going to see this in even little children. We, you take a three-year-old or a four-year-old and you start talking about Christmas and you'll see an anticipation. You'll see something light up in their lives. You'll see something light up in their heart. Well, I'm going to tell you there was an anticipation here also. The shepherds were filled with anticipation. Listen closely there to verse 15. Look what it says. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. Now, there's something very powerful in their statement. The angels didn't tell them to go. We never see them tell them to go. They just told them that it would happen. But something in their heart, something had stirred. There was an excitement that had happened, and something in these shepherds' lives had come alive, and an experience of anticipation had taken place in their heart. And they said, let's go see exactly what we've been told's happened. We're going to have to lay our eyes on it. I don't believe that the shepherds had to see it to believe it. They just were so excited that it had happened, they wanted to go see it. You see, there was a difference in that. There's something that broke loose in their heart. There was a great uh, anticipation of what had happened. The shepherds. A declaration had came to them, and then there was an anticipation that had stirred in their hearts. But it was just shepherds, common people, more than likely uneducated people, people that probably, if you watched them as they come out of the field, had a little bit of stink to them. But they weren't these great orators that had ever spoken a great multitude of people. But nowhere in this story will you ever see they gave any excuse of why they couldn't tell everybody about this Savior. You know why? Something had happened in their heart and there was such a great uh, anticipation of what they had seen that they just had to share. It didn't matter that they didn't have a good education. It didn't matter about uh, their social status. It didn't matter about where they could speak well in public in great crowds or do any of that. No, that's not what happened. Look there in verse 15. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, and the shepherds uh, said one to another, let us now go even into Bethlehem and see the thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and a babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, look what happened. They made known abroad the saying which was told to them concerning this child. 
believe in the nativity scene when we see the shepherds come and we see them kneeled around. I'm going to tell you, I don't believe they stayed very long. You know why? I believe their hearts were on such fire. I believe there was so much anticipation in their hearts that when they walked into that stable, when they walked in there and they seen the Lord Jesus Christ lying there, they got excited. And you know what they done? They didn't stay there. It said they went out of that and they went abroad telling everyone what had been told them concerning this child. You see, they become missionaries. If you believe your only service to the Lord Jesus Christ is to show up on Sunday morning and attempt to make Sunday school and then stay for worship service, you've missed it. We get that excitement once we have taken that declaration that a Savior has been born and we allow the Holy Spirit to move in our hearts. An anticipation will come through us because we know that He has. We've seen it. The Word has told it. And we'll have an excitement to tell others of it. That's what will happen. That's what will happen. They received a declaration. A message was delivered to them from heaven. You know what it was? A message of good news. It was a message of joy. It was a message of hope. It was a message of deliverance for all people. And they didn't stay at the stable. No, they went abroad telling it. Went abroad. Have you and I received such a declaration? Did they get something that we didn't get? I've heard people say, well, if I could just be there when that angel appeared, or if I could just been there when the walls of Jericho fell, or if I could have just been there and seen the lame start walking and the leper healed and the blind receiving sight, if I could have just seen it. Well, let me tell you something. You and I are at a greater advantage than they were. You know why? The Word of God told me it happened, and that's the way it happened. They may have just seen one of the instances, and I get to see them all. So have we received such a declaration? Have we see it received that same declaration? Have we got the same message? If so, where's the anticipation? Where is our excitement? Where is our excitement not only over a Savior who has come, all but praise His name for the Savior that is coming, Where's that anticipation in our hearts? We should be the same And with great anticipation, we should hurry to tell others the good news of Jesus Christ, the Lord. When we do, just as the shepherd we start getting our hearts right, allowing the Holy Spirit to move on us, when we receive that declaration and we get excited about what has happened, there's something else that's going to happen that leads us to a second point. There will be decoration. You say, hold up now, what are you talking about, decoration? Decoration means that putting in a place of honor, to give something of honor, to decorate. The shepherds began an activity 
declaration, a decoration. Look there in verse 17, and it says, And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told him concerning this giant. They started decorating. They started putting it in a place of honor. They spread the word. They began to spread this Christmas cheer. They began to decorate the lives of those that they would share the gospel, the good news, Jesus has came. They were decorating. Now watch in the next part of of this decorating begins. It's like they were turning on Christmas lights in each person's life as they told the story. Look there in verse 18. And all, now listen, and all that uh, they that heard it wondered at those things which the, uh, was told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. You see, something was happening through this decoration. People started thinking about it. They started turning lights on. Well, I remember something back here. Uh, the Psalms talked about it. I remember something that uh, Isaiah had said one time about this happening. they decorate the first Christmas? It wasn't with tinsel or garland, nor was it with a tree or glass bulb or glowing light. But they spread the word of God's light, which had came into a dark, desolate world. decorating the lives of all those that you come in contact with the light of God's love by spreading the gospel. There is nothing wrong to praise God for it. I think God's people should be charged with it. There is nothing wrong today for us to look at those children that are less fortunate than our children and purchase them gifts and give them There's nothing wrong for uh, us to see those in need and say we're going to make sure that they're going to eat Christmas, a fine Christmas meal, and we put the resources forth to do that. Nothing wrong with that. Praise God for it. But brother, if we miss, if we neglect in sharing Jesus, we've missed it all. let Satan trick you into thinking, well, there's some children here that are needing gifts. I'm going to give that, and that's all God requires of me. No, it isn't. What's required of us is to carry those gifts into that home and say, the reason that I've done this is because Jesus loves me. And he was that gift to mankind. And we talk to those parents, and we talk to those children about how Jesus saves. Then you fulfill the Christmas missionary. We're not neglecting something if we just stop at filling someone's belly? Are we 
missing something if we just stop when we bought the gift and say, well, I know it's going to be good for them Christmas morning when they open these gifts. We've truly missed something when we miss out in telling them what the gift is for and who the true gift and the light and the star of Christmas truly is. We missed it. We missed it. But something happened. They got a declaration and they put that declaration into activity of decorating and then something happened. It made a difference in the shepherds' lives. When they received the decoration and they got excited, they started being anxious and excited about what they had heard. And I believe this will happen to us. We get truly excited once we've received the declaration and we take Christmas for what Christmas is and we look at that and say it's all about Jesus. Everything that I'll do, I'll exalt Christ through Christmas. And then we'll start decorating. We'll start telling others. We'll start bringing it as a place of honor. It'll be above all things. You know, when you honor something, you put it above everything else. It's going to be above the gifts. It's going to be above the Santa Clauses. It's going to be above the tree. It's going to be exalted above all. Jesus is Christmas. Then you know what's going to happen? See, the Holy Spirit start using that gift. And then it's going to be your dedication to that gift. A dedication. Look there in verse 20. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. See, now they have a dedication to God. They have returned back to the field in which they had come from, but they returned changed. Conversations had changed from just an earlier. Remember, well, it was just mind your own business out there talking about sheep. Talking about what was going on at the house. But when they come back, see, their conversations change. You know why? They took that declaration that happened, they applied it to their hearts, and they put it in a place of honor of decoration. And then a dedication started. Then they truly understood what life They truly started saying, well, you know, there's bigger things than just what's going on at the house, making a house payment. There's bigger things than just work. The conversations had changed. Surely everyone here today has heard the declaration that Jesus Christ was born into a virgin, but not only that he came born of a virgin. Not only was he born in a manger in Bethlehem, not only is he God incarnate placed in a borrowed in stable. That he came to die for mankind and he carried out God's will according to God's will perfectly. Not one And he had came because mankind was in a destructive, damned condition. And he came and he carried that out and he died upon a cross on Calvary. Three days later, he arose from the grave. He was lifted up. And at that point in time, he was able to achieve eternal life for 
haven't we all received that declaration? What's ours? Anticipation of what heaven awaits us. Surely we have to be excited about that. Or is it that we say, you know what? God owes me that much. of what heaven awaits us in. Are we hurrying out to tell others the good news? Because this will be our greatest decoration, to decorate this world with God's love through sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Spreading the word of God, the good news that the shepherds spread, the first Christmas missionary. all this morning. I want to encourage you and myself in this season a special opportunity to take the declaration that we have received and go out and get involved with decoration. Decoration meaning spread the good news and tell others Never grow weary in the changed life of dedication and praising and glorifying God for all that He has done and all that He will do. Are you like those original Christmas missionaries? Dear Heavenly Father, help us. so moved on our hearts this morning that we've received this declaration and we know what Christmas is about we know what was given that night in Bethlehem Lord I pray that we would get so excited you would fill our hearts with anticipation not because of what Christmas brings with gifts family gathering if I want to experience true joy of Christmas, I'll make Christ first and those other things will bring great joy. That I place nothing above you in it. And Lord, that I would be busy in telling others of what you've done for me. You give me a dedication. A dedication to your gift. Lord, you move as you see fit lifted up and glorified and we turn this time of invitation over to you that we surrender ourselves before you. It's in Jesus Christ's name I ask.